You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 273 of Frankie Boy Radio tonight. We have installment number 12 of Dr. Electro and some, you know, a little interesting anecdotes. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've been staying warm on this chilly December day over there. I didn't tell you yesterday, <laughs> had the, the best commute home uh, from work. I mean, the commute's great. It's like 20 minutes through a wooded drive. It's great. But uh, I, was, I was coming out around this corner at the stop sign and I turned from Billingsley Road on a 227 right there in Brian's Road and right across from the firehouse. And I'm talking to a buddy on the phone and I'm like, I wonder what that is in the road as I drive over. I'm like, it looks like, is it like glass? No, it was a box of nails. Somebody had dropped a big box of nails off the back of their work truck and they were strewn all over the road. And I drove right over them. And I said, oh, so I pulled over and told my buddy, I'm like, look, I got to call you back. And and I hop out and I start kicking the nails out of the road because you just if you get one nail in your tire, that's well, you gotta go to the tire shop. That's a couple of hours, and it's 20 bucks a nail. So, you know, I'm kicking hundreds and if not thousands of dollars off of inconvenience off the road for people, right? And I'm waving people around. This really nice Camaro drives by, I'm waving him around. So and this uh this fairly heavy traffic. There's like evening rush and this this cop pulls up and flips flips her lights on and I go up and say hey you know somebody dropped these nails and I'm I'm trying to get these out of the the thing so she goes, oh I'll help so she leaves her lights on and kind of uses her car to sort of block the the area so people could still get around it was just shielding the nails and she comes out she's kicking them off too and I said you know let me go get a broom so I go over right across the street to the firehouse and you know, the teenager was in there manning the station and he hands me a broom and I go back and I'm sweeping them off. And, and then uh, a third person shows up, this guy who I suspect dropped the nails in the first place. He never owned up to it because me and the cop were like, man, who would do this? And he had a snow shovel and he said his wife saw them. She goes, oh, those are nails. And so he's shoveling up the, well, we had swept the nails into the grass, but he's shoveling them up and he's putting them in a bucket because <laughs> he's, He's like, well, I'll just take these. And, and I was going to take a couple. He goes, I need a couple of nails. He goes, I'll split them with you. I said, you know, you, you take the nails. And, and the cop said, you know, I, I thought uh, when I first saw you, I said, you know, how was your day? You know, how have people been behaving? She goes, oh, we got another murder. There's so many murders around here. I said, oh, my goodness. And, and she said, you know, when I, when I saw you, I said, they look like pens. They're big nails. She goes, they look like pens. I thought, man, he must really like those pens. But... You know, thanks for helping out. It's good to see there's good people out here. So that was kind of a nice little thing. And then today I thought for sure I was going to have tires full of nails. Not a single nail on the tires. Ha! Oh, how awesome is that? So been busy on the keyboard over here. I've been writing, been writing. I got a uh, another episode of the Armchair Observatory. That's coming out. Well, it's already been written, but it's coming out tomorrow because we got the latest installment of Dr. Electro this evening so wanted to uh to give you some nice winter listening go ahead and pull up a chair and a cup of tea and cozy them by the fire and let's get to it i got the uh i got the thing right here and usually 
when I would do these podcasts, I just talk. But when I do Dr. Electro, I write it first and then read what I've written. So I think it actually translates better uh, on, on the page, but I'll read it to you too. Previously on Dr. Electro, Henry tails a sinister bunch, which is not recommended by the CDC, and Doc figures out that the power outage is citywide. A big deal times 10. This is Dr. Electro, episode 12, Silence and Shadow. The big man's eyes gleamed in the dark. The realization of the hunt, bringing a new life to his stealthy tread. If the tingle in his nerves could be packaged as a coffee, the blend surely would be named Call to Adventure, featuring graphics of bears, eagles, men in flannel, etc. Henry was on the case, his first technically, although millennia of unlikely heroes before him had prepared for this moment. These wisps of ancestors seemed to flit like ghosts around his ears, silent encouragement to face what needed to be faced. Down the opposite side of the street he crept, keeping in the deepest of shadows, although the outage made the boulevard inky overall. Evil crackled in the hushed tones of the group of cloaked figures he tailed, and among the snatches of conversation he heard, Ah, won't the great silence be delicious? And let's hope Professor Waverly knows what he's doing. Oh, sure, don't doubt Waverly. To the tower! On they hurried, the cloaks and their unseen tail, a lumbering, silent piece of wall with gleaming eyes, all drenched in shadow. Scene two. Below street level, Mabel found the conversation starting to shimmer, to simmer as she pressed. So, my uncle? The previously, uh, the lady she was having tea with said she had known her uncle. That's editor's note there. The English basement, cozy with its tapestries, took on the gleam of mystery and import as the old woman began to weave her tale. Yes, yes. Many years ago, when people thought the world a safer place, I was a young woman and your uncle a dashing handsome man. We would take long strolls down moonlit avenues on spring nights. The linden trees would bloom so sweetly, and I so madly in love with him that I'd wander and listen to his philosophical prattle all night. I think he was nervous around me and kept talking just so he wouldn't have to kiss me, but I enjoyed his ideas just the same. Granted, whenever he got too in the weeds or mixed up Jung with Nietzsche, I'd have to set him straight, but gently, dearie, because there's nothing as fragile as the male ego. And the League? What about them? As the clouds snuff out the glow of the moon, a shadow fell over the old woman's face. Ah, yes. They were all about the silence. Some believe falsely that there's only one right idea and conflicting ones are noise. The League started to advocate for silence, first in the libraries, but then we realized that was just the start. To be continued. Now, folks, hope you enjoyed. Time for some deep breathing. You know the deal, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. 
Let those eyes get heavy and gently close. And here we go. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, and four. Ah, very nice. Wiggle those toes, open those eyes. And we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.